morning on this Tuesday, April 9th, 2019. Little lesson here, Lord, well, we're very still expounding it, uh, but, um, it's a warning not to follow the ways of this world and the false teachers that are ever so growing amongst it, um, as Second Timothy, as it says in Second Timothy over chapter four, chapter four, where it says that come in the last days, people uh, will want. Um, well, that's probably the last days. People will heap teachers uh, amongst themselves and never increasing. That will give them what they want to hear, not what they need to hear. A true minister of Jesus Christ, a true ambassador of God, um, which is to be us whether you're male or female, a man or woman, um, always to be about preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ only. Not another gospel. Not a gospel to whites, a gospel to blacks, a gospel to Hispanics. You know, if there's a gospel that's been changed to affect uh, just to make it relevant to that culture, that gospel's not of God. Galatians chapter one, uh, is that one. But um, you can, we can look around the world. When God opened my eyes back in 2002 and began expounding His Word, breaking it apart, uh, showing me exactly what it means by His Spirit. Our first and foremost teaching of the Scriptures must come from God Himself in prayer and and personal Bible study. It doesn't come solely by a preacher that stands, um, that's paid by the congregation um, to preach. I'm not dispelling them by any means, but there are growing numbers amongst us if we allow God to open our eyes that are paid by man to preach what they want to hear. Because God himself does not necessarily listen to us as determined of what our needs are. That's clear in the scripture. He listens to us as his children, and we are not all children of God the moment we're born. That's a very satanic teaching. We are children of God when he bursts the spirit in us. We are created by God to be in his image because we all have a body, spirit, and so excuse me, soul as that's another indication of the Trinity. We are it. So next time somebody says, Well Trinity's not mentioned in the Bible, so sure is. We're creating his image, you know, and we have a spirit that connects us to God. Because God is only God the Father is only spirit. Uh, God himself is only spirit. But he took the form of flesh through Jesus Christ. Hello. We have a fleshy body. These fleshy bodies will not inherit the kingdom of God. They will not be the ones that either when we die or the rapture occurs, will not go into heaven. When Jesus came out of the tomb on the third day, somehow his body was changed. I do not understand that. So, and I have yet to meet a minister that understands that. So it's just like we're all we're waiting on God on that one. We know it somehow was changed. It's a different body. Yes, granted the body somehow was changed. The body wasn't there. In the same way when the rapture occurs, if you got loved ones that are believers and you're not yet a believer in a whole hearted believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, um, they won't see your body as 
there's no body in that tomb where Joseph of Arimathea as well as um, Nicodemus placed the body and wrapped in cloths. The cloths were left there in the body. Ooh, that just came to me, actually. But let me go into what the Lord woke me up this morning, because I don't want this to be long. <laughs> right, okay. That and I'm ready to go into work. Come straight. Yeah, I can't sit over there because it looks funny on the camera. Um, over in Genesis 2.24. This has been on my head a while out there, but man, God slammed it. Um, big time. And other verses that is going to be brought up is over Matthew 15, which is traditions. Jesus was rebuking that means chastening that means reproving that means trying to correct for, for the religious leaders during that time uh we'll call it pharisees they refused to take the correction the reproving uh because they didn't believe jesus is the messiah knows i said is he was then and he still is he's their messiah jewish messiah went to the jews first then the rest of us Gentiles are them. Thank you, you did, Lord. Uh, other verses is going to be Ephesians, over in chapter five thirty one. But remember to go all the way back. I'd say contextually, it starts back around twenty two of that same chapter. And also, as I mentioned, Second um, Corinthians over in chapter four out there when it talks about what's happening in the day out there. People want to appeal to the flesh. But I'm starting with because we've all heard. In weddings, um, ministers totally when they tear this apart. If they're not leading over and describing what it means to both the husband and the wife, um, over to Ephesians chapter five, over thirty-one, then they're totally. Doing, they use Genesis chapter two, twenty-four, um, and they misapply it only to the husband only. That is not what this verse is saying. we got to expound it. Uh, that's why we have to utilize the whole word of God when we're teaching, preaching, applying it. You just can't take that verse and say that only means the husband. If you let that verse alone, that's what Satan wants to do. That's what he came at, at, eat, at, at Eve with. Uh, who mistress the verse. And Adam was there listening and letting it happen. Uh, he took that one part of the verse where he says, oh, did he actually say not to eat of any um, any of the trees in the garden? No, he didn't say that. He says not to eat of one tree. He had the whole garden of trees and he zeroed in on that one. Satan was just a pound on the word to say, if we're so stupid, if we're just going to study that one verse, yeah, yeah I'm going to take that one. I don't say that. Go over in Ephesians chapter 5. Yes, I'm using an iPad. but I'm not going to go beyond that. He uses that whole, that verse again, saying, Therefore man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his flesh. This, and the two should become one flesh. Verse 32 says right there, This mystery is profound. That was still a mystery. God, okay, gave you that one, but sit before me and I'm going to give you the rest of it. The mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ in the church. Remember, Jesus the Son, God himself, came down to earth, left his father. It was just like, there's still one. It's still one God. Until you understand who God is, and then the um, 
what the Trinity actually is as three representations of the same only true and living God. No other religion, none, no other religion anywhere on this earth has the one true and living God. None. They've all were created somewhere by a human. You know, many times in the Bible when he says uh, the man, and God was expounding in this ago. You go back to 22, I'm just going to, I'm not going to pick, read the whole verses. This is wife submit to your husbands. Yep, okay, your husband is the head of the wife. Yet, I guarantee you some wives ain't receiving this. Um, now as the church submits to Christ. Wives should submit. Notice it says the church. This is not saying every little church out there, because every little church is no longer of Jesus Christ, no longer part of the church of God. There are members of the church within those bodies, because God wants to use those, that particular vessel to shine a light. But and what is a false church that has created it to bring it back to Himself, because God doesn't want anybody to perish. But eventually, they keep rejecting. They keep rejecting. God's going to call that member of his body, that son or that daughter, out of that church. Saying, you know what? You're not going to repent. You're obviously not going to repent before God. I'm going to pull you out of the way so God can do what he has to do. You know, God will, it says the Corinthians, if necessary, when they don't receive the correction. Now, obviously... we got to be very careful when we go to a leader. We sit them down saying, you know, the more I study scripture... But I've seen leaders that refuse to repent. They say, well, who are you? I says, those will be like you are, a child of God. Eventually, God's going to call you out of that. If they're not going to repent, they're not gonna, if they're not hearing God, and they're not going to hear his vessel, then God wants us out of there so he can do something. Just like with um, every other brother, even with Lot um, and his family, he says, okay, I'm not going to do anything to Sodom and Gomorrah until I get you out of there. He didn't destroy, God didn't uh, destroy all the earth to start over until Noah had the ark ready uh, and got strength so he can get him and his family out of there. You see what I'm saying? You see where God's going with this. But so again, again, if we go back foolishly looking at this verse, looking at other verses, the Lord gave me. And since I said, we've, so many ministers have stopped listening to God. And and I'm, and I'm saying ministers as far as those that um, are blessed to give the uh, sacraments of marriage. Brothers and sisters, do not foolishly say. I get passionate when I hear false God. Because when somebody twists uh, our Abba Father's word. Listen to Satan. They've stopped listening to God and they're listening to Satan. Do not just tell a man says, "Well, you got to leave the mother father over." Um, you got to, you have to leave your mother father. To a point, that's true. That means you're no longer under the tutelage. You better be before God first. You better be right with God first. The intimacy is before God first. Not even your wife, your uh, wife's your first love. Still got to be God through Jesus Christ. Your first relationship, once you're right with God. If you're not even a believer in Jesus Christ, you're refusing it. Well, that just forget that. That's worldly. I'm not even. You know, we're not even going to go there today. You know, because you're not right with God anyway. So you're going to twist everything. The order of creation was still the heavens and the earth. Then it was um, even the garden out there. Then it was Adam. 
then it was the animals, then it was Eve. But the two of them, Adam and Eve, were God's best creation out of all of it. Because it was through those two vessels, the husband and the wife, the man and the woman, that God wants to have intimacy. So the intimacy has got to be God still first. <clears throat> and he didn't create himself because he is and always was. Yeah, got people going to try and argue with that one too, but that's been tried all this day and still never been, been successful. Um, we both, yeah, don't cling, no longer cling to our mothers and fathers. Yeah, the man may set the example as the leader in that one. However, Matthew chapter 15, when it was talking about the additions um, to either God, that's still the fifth commandment that God gave to Moses. Uh, twice. <laughs> we know why he was given twice. He gave it once out there, but Moses destroyed it because he got angry at the people <clears throat> for making an idol while he was gone sitting before God. I said, okay, God gave me all this teaching. I go away to sit before God so he can give us the law. Not necessarily to destroy us, but as a boundaries or whatnot. And you're going to go get away? I said, yeah, I'd probably be a little angry too. <laughs> I think one of us would probably would have broken it. the stones out there, kicked something, or kicked the wall. Not our spouses, not our children, not our dogs. <laughs> we probably would have kicked something. Sim and said, "Man, look at this! I'm gonna give you that word. You're gonna go, you're gonna go away from God immediately. Turn away from God who delivered you out of Egypt." Wow. Yeah, I probably would have broken something too, knowing me. Uh, but anyways, it's addition. That fifth commandment is the only commandment with. Um, Long life. Honor our mother and fathers. Yes. Husbands. You still you still got a requirement. You don't take the instructions from the mother and father anymore. However, you're still mother and father. You still got to honor them. If you're at your house for dinner, um, or vice versa, with them, if they need something, um, as they get older, and you're not providing it, you're not on your mother and father. You're basically cursing your mother and father. And don't use the excuse, well, my father was never in the home. So, forgive him. Give him to God. Pray for him. Well, if you know he's still alive. If you know he's dead, well, forget praying for him. It's too late at that point. You just kind of live with the hope a little bit that he got right with God and you see him in heaven. Do not let the mother hold on forgiveness. Mothers, if you're teaching your your sons and daughters, say, well, your daddy abandoned you out there, so just forget him. Just curse him. Just do whatever. You just slap God right in the face. And you're as guilty as he was. So... That was another lesson. I don't know where that came from. But uh, the, the religious leaders were saying, oh, give everything you had to God um, and don't help uh, your mother and father. That goes for both the husband and wife. You're no longer as part of the flesh. You're no longer, you're now your wife and you have to you know, care for the wife before, however. And what same thing. Why is what you're doing? <clears throat> if your parents' families are hurt, if you're... If your husband's families are hurting, don't just say, well, you still got to work out there. You got to take care of them through him and through the both of you. Wives, you were brought in as a helpmate for your husband. Don't add the stumbling block to him, causing him to say, well, okay, you can't honor your mother and father. However, I got to honor my mother and father. My mother and father said, we got to go live closer to my mother and father. God don't even say that. You're going to live where God tells you to live, Period. When they get older, you don't say, well, you go ahead and put your mother, you, honey, you go ahead and put the husband, your wife speaking to her husband, because I've heard this. That's Satan talking through that wife. And you can always find teachers do that. 
God said, you say, well, go put, well, we'll put your parents in a home. But mine, we're going to, you know, we have a big enough house. You know, the kids are older now, so we can do that. That's Satan speaking through that. Husbands and wives, you hear that happening? Either or, go to God and say, God rebuke Satan. He just spoke to my wife out there, and I'm not going to have it. Wives, don't stop listening to Satan whisper in your ear. You're not looking at him. You're looking to Jesus Christ. Be there. Next time you hear that and you feel that welling up in your spirit, no, that's not from God. Husbands, the same thing. When your wife's family are hurting, so she don't. Well, parents more so. Family are hurting because this is talking about mother and father here. Do not just say, well, we'll put your parents in there. No, God didn't say that either. You don't even see that. Care for them. Now, same token, for those that are also ministers of God, which we all are, don't cling so deeply to your mother and father. Don't say cling so deeply. And use it among the fires out there. No. Once your child, if you, if God foreordains your child to, uh, preordain your child to get married, uh, you no longer the bosses out there of them. Let them cling. But just knowing that when you come, when you get older and you get to a point, yes, you have every right to say, I need help. You know, I need you there. If you're far away, well, something needs to happen. I said, well, okay, well, I need to work here. Wise, stop what you're doing and go help uh, his parents. And then he'll come along when he's done working. Period. St- ministers, mother preachers, fellow preachers out there, do not, when you go to a wedding, do not automatically say the husband leaves his parents, but the wife don't have to leave hers. That's not in scripture. If you're doing that, get on your knees right now before God and repent and confess and he'll forgive you. Our advocate is in heaven. Stop preaching that. If you're a woman preacher, well, that's, a, that's another repentance that's necessary there because it's not laying up in scripture. Stop saying it. You're speaking for Satan instead of for God. You can argue. You can try and get scriptures, everything. You can go. Matter of fact, God just even gave me Psalm 4510. That I never saw. Well, I've read it before because I've read the whole Bible. Uh, it says, the daughters of kings. Hear, O daughter, consider and incline your ear. Forget your people in your father's house. we both doing it. We yeah we both have to and yes we've all seen husbands that are more mama's boys stop it <laughs> cling to God first get right with God but we've also seen oh I've seen that one I could go there but I'm not gonna go there life like this um, I've also seen wives that, that are mama's girls daddy's girls that cling so far Mm-mm. let them go Laban was. Rebecca's sister and he turned around and did the same thing for Jacob trying to keep them longer they both had to go back to their land they wanted Jacob only had to leave the land to go and get his wife and bring her back that's another whole lesson which ain't going there uh, Isaac was never allowed to go back to that land God told Abraham to send one of his servants to go and that shows oh that's evidence right there that 
Everyone in Abraham's house was being taught to know God and to listen to his, learn how to listen to his voice. If we're, that's another teaching too. If we're not teaching our children, um, then, you know, if we're big enough house and if we're an employer or a manager, if you're not teaching them to listen to God first, uh, also learning from our example. Oh, Paul also uses it to those that God put over him for a season. Timothy or Titus or the others saying, follow me as I follow Jesus. It's not that he's saying, only listen to me. If that person that you're following strays and you know yourself as you learn to listen to God, is no longer listening to God, but it's saying myself become comfortable like Eli the priest did and so many others before that. Mm-mm. Then you don't listen to them, then you listen to God. Both husbands and wives, men and women, has to honor their mother and father. That's a commandment that stood, stood even in Jesus' day. Jesus mentioned it both in the Old Testament and the New. When Jesus stretches upon his own words in the whole Bible. So stop just going at one scripture and unpacking and find that one. And I kind of hate the word unpack out there because that's not what he's saying. It's the Holy Spirit applying it. See, as you got a lot of ministers out there that don't know how to properly apply the word. When they do research, they claim they do, but they don't. If God ever allows me to marry someone, that's going to be a joke, in counsel, uh, I'm praying I don't fall under the same demonic twisting of scripture that's been going on. You got so many husbands out there saying to myself, well, that's a God to put my parents at home out there. I got to honor my wife. No, we're not to honor our wife. We're to love our wives. The wife was created to help. The same token, man is the, represent, is the leader, the representation of God. They honor both. Now, if one's deceased, then, well, I mean, them and you're on the other side. You honor. But as long as both parents are still alive, whether you know it or not, they are still to be honored out there and they're still to be respectful out there if either one of us. That's why you probably see, we're seeing uh, a lot of another illnesses in the body and that's being cut short. Uh, Partially, I don't fully believe in cutting short that thought because God knows how long we're on this earth. He knows our time. He knows our time frame on here, which is very short compared to eternity. So, again, I don't really fully understand what this message is, but uh, it needs to be heard. Why There's wives out there that need to go that are right with God up until this point, but they're drawing their husbands away and honoring and they're, they're getting teachers that will teach according to their flesh. I'm teaching according to what Satan is saying instead of what God is saying. That need to be some need to hear. And I'm just praying, Almighty God, that you are the one that leads whoever you need to hear to listen to what you are saying here. And that goes for myself too. I need to make sure I listen to what God um, is speaking. Here, when we're looking at a verse and we're impacting it, you know, we're unpacking it, you just don't stop at that verse. You got to look at cross-references. You got to look at what God meant. God didn't give the answer to this verse into way in the New Testament. And he gave it through Brother Paul in Ephesians. 
That just says something right there. So just don't say. And for those ministers out there say, oh, I won't know the, um, that have ceased listening to God fully. Just say, oh, well, the Old Testament is not even relevant. Really? You need to wake up before you end up in hell. <laughs> before you drift so far away from God that your conscience and your heart's going to become hardened again. I said, that's a dangerous, it's in Hebrew. You're more likely, we're not, that you're not even saved if you're doing stuff like that. Because there's nothing in scripture that says, you were saved and no, now you're no longer saved. That's just calling God a liar. That's Satan. Another one's towards a bad one. You know, and you're misusing uh, Hebrew. When you're studying the scriptures, the whole context, from Genesis to Revelation. Now you gotta be careful what you're applying in the Old Testament to the New Testament and vice versa. It don't relate that way, but it all ties together. It's all about God and Jesus. It's not about, it's not all about you and me. It's all about God. We're in it. God wrote his into his story in a more blessed, awesome way. Woo! Got happy there for a second. Uh, but it's not, the word of God is not all about us. It's about God. And he has every right to do it. Some could say, oh, God's prideful. No. It's all about God. God is number one. God is God. He's real. Alive. And he's spirit. We need to be worshiping in the spirit. So anybody that wants to try and twist it, you better come at the right context. Because God has already threw me out there, blessed me by being able to listen and speak as he's uh, speaking through to Jehovah, uh, Jehovah's Witness brother one day. Well, I'm, I'm believing he's a brother now. <laughs> he wasn't a brother then. That was so mistaught. I was being amazed myself. I had to go back and listen. But I believe that person is a brother in Christ now. I'm believing God saved him. He opened up his eyes and took him out of that false demonic religion. And so when you take scriptures, just one or two, after completely out of context, you don't consider the context, you don't consider the context of the, chap the chapter and the whole word, you're basically, you're not a teacher again anymore. You become a Pharisee. So again, those scriptures are Genesis 2.24, Ephesians 5.31, Matt, uh, Matthew 15. Uh, okay, I forgot the verse here. Uh, even other verses. 2 Timothy chapter 4. Go about the first five chapters. But it talks about in there. He is, what he teaches upon themselves. Psalm 45.10. So be blessed in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Lean on Him for everything. For wisdom and understanding. Get back to the fear. Keep the fear of God strongly before you. That's a reverential fear. That's not an angry fear that he's going to beat us all up and send us to hell. That's not what the fear of God is. So trust in the Lord. So husbands, continue to honor your mother and father, but don't be a mama's boy. Uh, wives, continue to honor your mother and father. And now you got four mothers. Basically, when you, people get married, become one flesh. Uh... They actually have now four mothers and fathers that they have to honor together. That's why it's, God just made two. Two fleshes into one. Ooh, I forgot that before. So basically you now have four uh, mothers and fathers that has to be honored there. When one hurts you, when one passes on. Wives, you're there for your husbands. Husbands, you're there for your wives. So that's first. Kids, you're following. You better be following your mother and father. So, 
I'm not going to go into that one. So, Father God, help us all to rightly divide your word. Help us all to uh, know you first and to grow in relationship with you above all else. And for those that are less, you know, were ordained by God to uh, be husbands and wives, yes. And still, grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ first, with God through Jesus Christ first, and then grow in your relationship with one another and help one another honor. Wives, help your husbands continue to honor their mother and fathers not cling to him as a mama's boy and um husbands continue to um be with your wife says they honor their mother and father uh not clinging to them so in jesus name amen love y'all